Russia are promoted. They have their storybook ending. Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green. Thank y'all so much for joining me today for this four-loss-in-a-row edition of the Wrexham Texan. Um, a lot of people freaking out. Um, it was definitely disappointing yesterday. Nothing about that ending was fun. Um, the game was fairly exciting. Um, enjoyed watching some little sparks of the... Wrexham from five games ago um so that was that was the most interesting thing that happened was was actually seeing us play for a little bit the same way we have um through most of the season up until the last few games so um that was a little reassuring that we still have some fire and we can still do what everybody knows we can do um it's just we haven't been performing exactly how we are used to performing recently um yeah today's episode isn't going to be super long um i'm very tired of talking about us losing but we will i will talk about some some things that i would like to complain about and also would like to uh uh, not complain about, I don't even, <laughs> there are things I have complaints about and there are things that I'm just patient on, um, and still, still very much, um, man, I am at a loss for words today. Still very much happy about hopeful for not, not pessimistic is basically what I'm trying to say. Um, but first let's get into the highlights because, uh, yeah, I always like watching the highlights. So here we go. He's on Rich. He's got a step over. Heads the goal line. Wins a corner. Or does he? But can they keep it from going out? Well, they can. But only by hacking it straight to Mullen. He seems a great cross in. I mean, that's such a, that goalie. Their goalie was phenomenal. I gotta say, like, what a save to his left. Their goalie was so good. Um, because that. That was a fantastic header. Should have gone to the corner. I mean, it did go to the corner. Should have gotten past him. That was unbelievable goalkeeping by that guy. Um, he did really well all day. He stopped. I mean, he, he's the reason that we didn't win that game. Look at that. Look at that passing. Phenomenal passing. Great shot. What a shot by Barnett. I thought Barnett played incredibly well. Um, great pass by Mullen. I wonder if he made that move on purpose where he ran past the ball. I wonder if that was a purposeful thing or if that was um, completely on accident. I don't, I don't really know. Um, yeah. Fantastic save yet again by the keeper. And look at this. Aaron Hayden just wide left. We put so many balls wide left on headers. Perfect cross by McLean. Terrific header. Should have gone upper 90 on the left side. Um, yeah, just misplaced. It happens. Um, I mean, it was, it was pretty badly misplaced, so that's not my favorite thing, but uh, it happens. Our passing yesterday I thought was fantastic. I thought we did a great job. I thought that was a penalty. Um, 
I will say we'll talk about Mullen here in a little while, but I thought that was uh, I thought that was a penalty. I mean, he just got knocked over, just taken straight to the ground. He did stop. He, rather than playing the ball, he played the player, which I think we'll talk about that in a little while because that was just freaking stupid. Um, Toza with the long throws, fantastic. Uh, he his long throws were great today, and then McLean with that shot. <laughs> Nearly put it in the back of the net. That was he wound up and cranked that ball at the goalie from a crazy angle that would have been super difficult to score. But man, that would have been an epic goal. Um, yeah, let's see what else is happening here. They had a couple good chances in the first half. Um, we blew it a couple times. We had some poor defense, but Okonkwo came through. Um, Okonkwo had a great game. Y'all, I thought he played fantastic. He he did so well. Now we're in the second half. Um, yeah, they had a few chances to score. Not as many as we did. How did he not score that? I mean, I know he was offsides, but that was a horrendous shot. He knows it. He knows it. That was a terrible shot. Um, Cannon and Barnett, I love them playing together. High energy on that right side. Um, crosses it. Barnett, perfect. Lee, how did you not get that in? Gosh, that should have been a goal. Two headers went wide left from Lee and Hayden. Uh, that was brutal. Actually, three. It's two from Lee went wide left. We'll get to that here in a little while. Um, their goal was always perfectly positioned, though. Like he, Even if Lee put that on target, it could have been saved by their keeper. They had some good runs. They had some good... Good times when they were. Uh, look at that. Definitely a foul. Definitely a penalty. Um, I don't. I don't think it was a red card. I'm not sure he could have gotten it. No, but he was pulled back. Yeah. But then here's Arthur Conquell with the feet. <laughs> what a save! It was at that point that I thought we were gonna win. Um, I know we hadn't scored at this point, but it was at that point where I was like, oh, all momentum is in our favor. We've got this. Okonkwo coming through in the clutch. And this, that wasn't the one. Oh, yeah, that poor goalie. Flip over your own player and land. I mean, he didn't end up landing on his head. His head maybe got a little whiplash and he maybe got the wind knocked out of him, but it wasn't too bad. Uh, then they gave it back to Bradford, which drives me nuts. It should have been our ball. And then, yeah, there's O'Connell. This was a foul 100%. Poor defense right here. Oconco, great first save, nearly got the second one. That dadgum foul on Lee that was not called was idiotic. The dude literally, look at that. Just, I mean, just drags him to the ground. It was before that the, the real foul happened. Um, they should never have had the ball. We should have had it. Uh, it should have been our ball on a free kick. Horrendous. And it was in the 90th minute. And Oconquo just can't quite get the ricochet. It's brutal. Um, it was just so deflating, so deflating. Um, got his own ricochet because we can't mark a man after he shoots. Terrible defense. 
terrible defense. We got like one or two chances in in injury time, one of which was uh, Lee heading it wide of the net yet again. Um, it's just a bunch of wide lefts yesterday. We we did not we did not put the ball on target enough. Um, we did we did put the ball on target. Like we we got some great shots. We played pretty well overall we just didn't convert we just haven't been converting recently and i don't really understand it um i don't know where our goals went i mean lee was scoring like crazy in the first in the in the first half of the season mullen started scoring once he came back and we just haven't had that in a while and we're just on a drought and uh we just got to push through figure out how to how to come out of it and start scoring again, because it's, uh, we, I mean, we got to score some daggum goals, especially at home. We were shut out at home against a team that is mediocre. Not ideal. Let's go over some stats real quick. Uh, we dominated possession 63 to 37. Um, everything else was pretty even. in as far as, uh, the general statistics, we, except for corners, we got 11, corners and couldn't convert any of them um distribution 450 to 282 as far as passes <laughs> that's us dominating we had 39 crosses 39 crosses holy mother of mercy they had seven um their crossing accuracy was 43 percent. ours was 23 percent. well we crossed the ball like constantly it was just a barrage of crosses they had one goal 10 shots Eight shots on target. We had zero goals, 17 shots, five shots on target, which is a much worse worse shooting accuracy. Their accuracy was 80%. Ours was 29. It's defense. They had 21 tackles. We had 17, 52 to 59% um, for each. And then they had 37 clearances. We had eight because they had to clear it constantly. Uh, they conceded 19 fouls. Thought it should have been more. They had three yellow cards. Definitely should have been more than three yellow cards. Um, they had... a uh, Who's the one dude? Let's see. Uh, lineups where you see that. Yeah, I think it was... Was it Platt? I think Platt. Yeah, I think it was Platt that should have had two yellow cards in the first half, um, which would have put him out of the game. And... It was justified. I mean, he committed two fouls that were absolutely yellow cards, um, one of which he got a yellow card for. But the other one, it was, uh, I think it was when Elliot Lee was making a breakaway. No, I think that's the one actually he got, actually got the yellow card. But um, he definitely should have, he definitely deserved two yellow cards, which was a big bummer. The ref was letting them play. Um, generally I like it when refs let teams play. Um, I don't like a lot. I don't like the ref to be the reason that a game gets a certain result. Um, I don't like them being that much of a factor. I like them letting them play. However, um, that Elliot Lee one was a crazy foul. I mean, the dude just dragged him straight to the ground. Um, and they proceeded to get the ball and score. So not the most ideal refing for that game, even though he did give out a ton of fouls. I really just don't know what to think of it. Um, who played well? 
Arthur Oconquo played so well. Love that dude. Um, anybody out there who's been talking trash about Oconquo, you need to shut up because that dude was incredible yesterday. Saved a PK, saved multiple shots on target, almost got an impossible ricochet. Um, he was fantastic. Loved, loved watching him play. Always love watching him play. I thought Ryan Barnett was incredible. I thought he had some great crosses. I thought he had some quality moves. Um, great give and go with Mullen on that one play. Um, he had, he's just so quick and smooth with the ball. Um, you never quite know where he's going with it. And, um, I was very bummed to see him leave the pitch. Who came on for him? Uh, was it Bolton? Bolton came on for him. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bolton. Bolton came on for, for, um, Barnett, um, which Bolton actually had a couple good moves. So I was, I was happy to see, uh, one of our new guys, um, doing like creating an opportunity for us to have the possibility to score. Um, I just, I, I would have liked to have seen Barnett on through the end of the game. Um, and then I definitely, I, I don't like Andy Cannon coming off either. Andy Cannon has all the energy. Now with this game, I actually had no problem with Paul Mullen coming off. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, Dalby. I don't know. Dalby. I, I liked Dalby last season. He has not been the same Dalby and Mullen has not been the same Mullen. Um, and then Marriott came on, um, didn't do much, didn't do anything noteworthy. Steven Fletcher starting the game was a phenomenal choice. That dude crushed it. Um, almost scored a few times, should have scored a few times. Um, just sadly couldn't put it in the back of the net. Tozer is part of the reason we gave up that one goal. I love, um, O'Connell. I thought he played great. I thought Aaron Hayden played pretty well. Um, it's great having Aaron Hayden back. I love his height. Um, we have definitely missed that. I am just praying to high heaven that, uh, that he stays healthy because, uh, he's a massive addition to our, to our defense overall. Y'all like a lot of our players individually played well. I thought George Evans was incredible yesterday. He had some amazing moves. He did, uh, I mean, he just, he anchors the defense. Um, or the midfield um, yesterday and really he allowed us to keep that 63% possession that we had. I mean, we dominated in possession and it's largely due to George Evans. Um, Elliot Lee did great. Um, not as good as he did in the first half of the season. He just, he hasn't, he hasn't been the same either. I think, I feel like teams are beginning to figure us out. Um, especially some of our players. Uh, Lee hasn't seemed to be able to create space recently um, in order to make his shifty moves that he loves to do. Um, and so that's uh, that's something that's a little concerning. And we're going to get to Mullen here in a minute. But uh, actually, we're just going to get to Mullen right now. Got a tweet from Tony Wilding. Another 90 minutes where Paul Mullen goes missing. I love the lad to bits, but it's a conversation nobody wants to talk about. He's our main man, and he spent most of the day looking for free kicks off the ref. 
step up. Okay, this is my biggest complaint of Mullen and of some folks on our team and of just football in general. Quit playing for fouls. Just quit it. It's idiotic to play for fouls. You are relying on the opinion of somebody in order for you to get an advantage over the other team rather than playing to your skill set and trying to actually go after the ball and actually try to score and actually try to create space and pass the ball. Like you're, you're playing to a guy who is there to judge you and ref you um, and tell you what you can and can't do rather than actually just playing the game of football. Um, this is what drives me nuts about Mullen. Like the one play where he, where he actually legit probably could have gotten a penalty in the box rather than actually let's go just let's, let's just go back i'm just going to put it back up on the screen we're going to go back to it um because this one drove me nuts um because in a normal situation where is it there it is in a normal situation he may have gotten it but since he fakes every dadgum call he didn't get it perfect believe it's this one right here yeah, O'Connell. See, he plays the player. Do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see that? Look at this. You can see him. I'm going to pause it. You can see him. If he would have just kept going to the ball, just kept going to the ball, he could have gotten to the ball and made a play. But instead, he looks where the defender is and decides to stop in front of the defender rather than just going to get the ball. You will never get a referee to call that. Ever. The ref was watching him the entire time. You can look at the ref the entire time. Look at this. As soon as it's kicked, the ref, look at this, looks directly at Mullen. And he can see him look for the defender and back up into him rather than making a play on the ball. Um, he's not going to call that. While maybe it was technically a penalty, um, he's not going to call that because you're not playing football. You're literally, I don't even know what you're doing. You're, <laughs> you're trying to game the system is what you're doing. And this is what Paul Mullen does on a regular basis. Um, like I said, I love Paul Mullen. I think his skill is undeniable, but you cannot do this. You have to you have to play to your skill. Um, go get the ball. Quit whining about everything. Shut up and play football. It's just, it's not that difficult to do. It's infuriating and it, it, it puts us in a situation where we're going to get fewer calls from the referees because the more people on our squad that fake fouls or that seek out fouls rather than playing the ball. Um, the less, the fewer fouls are going to get called in our favor. That's basically what, what's going to happen. Um, and that's basically what's been happening because there have been times when Mullen actually does get fouled, but because he's cried wolf so many daggum times, they're not going to call it. And I don't blame them. I wouldn't call it either. <laughs> um, 
when we get robots running the refing side of things, then maybe you'll get that call. But these are people who have opinions. And if their opinion is you're a faker and you're a flopper and you're diving all the time, you're not going to get the calls that you would normally get. And this was a prime example of that. It was a terrible, stupid thing for him to do. He could have played the ball. He could have gotten it. He could have shot and he could have scored. But instead he said, eh, I'm going to run into the other player so that we can maybe get a penalty kick. Come on, man. Like, play football. It's, it's, it's incredibly frustrating. On the other side, <laughs> Craig Jones tweeted out, I love the rules of football. Players can go down a hundred times in a match, very obviously pretending they've hurt their head and the referee stops it every time. They actually think it's okay. They actually think this is okay to be the rule. Yeah, this did happen quite a bit. You, I watched one guy go down, grab his ankle, and then when the ref didn't stop play, he started grabbing his head, and then the ref stopped play. Um, I don't care for that either. It shouldn't be incentivized for you to stop play for a head injury um, unless you actually see a head injury because everybody's just going to start grabbing their head and acting like it's a head injury. It's, it's idiotic. Um, I remember the days where they didn't stop play. You just had to <laughs> shake it off or they waited till the ball went out and then they stopped play. Um, they waited till something actually happened. You just had to writhe around on the ground. That's that's what happened when I was growing up, when I was playing football, soccer, whatever. Um, you basically were writhing around on the ground in pain until the ball went out of bounds or or there was a foul of some sort. And so I don't care for this just stopping play because someone falls down on the ground and starts grabbing their head. I mean, it's I just, where's your self-respect? I don't get it. Where's your self-respect? Um, stop acting. You're not an actor. Just go play football. Drives me nuts. Anyway, I, I, I'm getting pretty sick of the diving and the complaining and the whining of the players. Um, it's mainly Mullen, McLean. Um, who else whines nonstop? <laughs> Just going to call them out. Mullen, McLean. Uh, well, okay, it's mainly Mullen and McLean. Quit whining. Um, you, Mullen, you're our star player. You're the guy that we need to score most of our goals. You got to stop whining to the refs because it's not going to help us whatsoever. All right, let's get, let's get over to this interesting post. This is from Simon Johnson. With Ollie Palmer, 10 wins, 7 draws, 0 losses. Without Ollie Palmer, 11 wins, two draws, nine losses. Very interesting. And he says, pick Ollie. Wait, pick Ollie, we don't lose. I think he mistyped that, but whatever. Um, pick Ollie, we don't lose. And then we have another tweet from Tom, Tommy Shuffle. Free Ollie Palmer. There's something to this. Um, I mean, stats don't lie. It's not the whole story. It's not um, causation, but it might be correlation. 
zero losses with Ollie Palmer in the lineup, either in the lineup or on the bench, and nine losses when he's not. That's that's something. That's that it's not just coincidental. Nine losses when he's not not in the game or not uh yeah, not a sub or not not in the lineup. So I've been saying this for a while. I miss Ollie Palmer and Mullen playing together. We need we definitely need something new. We need to change up our tactics a little bit. And I Parky's gonna realize this. I think there are a lot of there are far too many people freaking out um right now. Teams lose four in a row. It's it's fun. It, it's not fun. It, there are bad streaks for everybody. And this is my fourth episode in a row saying there are bad streaks for everybody and we'll be fine. But it's true. Um, it's not pleasant while it's happening. But, y'all, we're still fifth. We're still fifth in the Dagum League. Like, we're okay. Um, I don't like people saying Parky might not be able to get us up to the next level when he's gotten teams up to the next level prior. Like, uh, he is fully capable of managing this team up to league one and maybe the championship, you know, maybe if he's six around for 10 years, maybe he figures out how to get us into the premier league. But, um, I do think we need to shake things up a little bit. And I think bringing Ollie Palmer back into the starting lineup would be a great start. Um, I always liked Ollie Palmer. He's physical. I wouldn't even mind seeing a uh, Palmer-Fletcher combo um, at some point in time. Whether that's Fletcher coming in for Mullen or Palmer com coming in for Mullen at the end of a game or second half of a game or something like that. Just something where we have a bunch of super physical guys out on the field. McLean, Fletcher, Palmer, Tozer. Um, Lee is very physical. Uh, Cannon is especially very physical. Let's get all those guys out there on the field together and see what happens. Um, I, I'm super interested in seeing that. And I'm, I'm definitely, definitely on board with Ollie Palmer coming back into the, into the games because it's been too long. Um, too many games where I haven't seen him in and he wasn't even on the bench this game, which is strange um infuriating like since we have marriott now how often is palmer going to get into the into the lineup that's the real question um because we all knew palmer was ahead of bickerstaff um even though i'm questionable on that um but now that we have marriott i'm not sure when or if palmer's going to be back in the game i mean unless dalby is replaced by palmer but Dolby's a younger dude, and like we we want younger guys to hone their skills and get more practice with with our with our first team and playing big matches. So I don't know. I just want Palmer to come back. So let's let's get let's just get him in there. Um, next topic: Jacob Mendy. Turns out Jacob Mendy deleted his Instagram because he was receiving so much hate um, online. Which, what do you have to be angry with Jacob Mendy about? I don't understand this. Um, I don't understand, I don't understand fans being cruel to their own players. It makes no sense to me. What do you think that's gonna do for your team or for them? 
you think they're going to play better because you're calling them a bunch of names and you're being rude and cruel and mean? No, it's not going to do any of that. Um, it's only going to make him do what he did, which is delete his Instagram and likely not play as well. It will likely hurt his confidence at some point. Um, you can only go through so much of that before it starts affecting your mental state. And so I would, uh, yeah, I mean, condemn any of that crap. Uh, Jacob Mindy's awesome. He's a great footballer. Um, he plays great for his, his country um, last month. Loved it. Loved seeing that. Love that he's on the Gambia national team. Fantastic. Um, and I love that we have him back now. So I don't really understand it. Just, uh, yeah, send, send Jacob Mindy some love rather than all these people sending him some hate. I don't care for that whatsoever. Let's see. Then we've got Ryan Reynolds tweeted out, the entire Bradford City squad played with so much heart today. Congrats. Which he then deleted. <laughs> Weird that, I mean, I don't have a problem with him tweeting that. I don't think they played with that much heart. I think they played with a lot of fouls. Um, but it's weird that he deleted it, maybe because he came to the conclusion that it wasn't heart. It was just fouling. Um, maybe that's what it was. But Bradford seems to have our number. Um, what was it last time? Did we, uh, did we lose to them? We tie. Uh, I don't remember. Did we tie them last time? Did we lose to them? Whatever it was, it wasn't uh, ideal. And uh, yeah, yeah. The fact that Ryan Reynolds <laughs> deleted that tweet uh, put the internet ablaze, which is strange. All right, let's get over to Parky. Yeah, there are tons of people saying that... Uh, Parky may not have what it takes to get us to the next levels. I don't agree. Neither do Ryan and Rob. And I think it's crazy to start talking about firing a manager after four losses. I don't care for that. That is 100% a football world um, mindset. It is That is not the case in the United States with um, any sport. Soccer, American football, basketball, no one thinks after four four losses in a row that the coach should be fired in any sport over here, period. So that the whole mindset of four losses in a row means the coach, we should be looking at our options, is idiotic. Everybody calm down. Parky, I think it's uh, we've lost like five or eight games in 77 games at home. I think we're okay. I don't think you got to worry about it so much. Um, don't be so emotional. <laughs> Let's just think it through, be patient, and we'll get there. We're going to get our victories. Um, the title of this episode is We Won't Win the League. And this last game was kind of my evaluation on whether or not I think we would actually win it um, or could win it. Obviously, anything's possible. I think we could win it. I don't think we will. That being said, I still think we'll get promoted. I think we'll end up in the top three. If not, I think we absolutely have a shot at winning the playoffs. Um, I'm not, I don't like losing. 
But at this point, all of y'all should be so used to losing, being 15 years in the National League, that uh, this shouldn't phase you that much. Don't don't have like flashbacks. Just remember what it was like when we were crap. And now look where we are. So everybody just be patient. Everything's going to be okay. Look where we are on the table. We're fifth. We're two points behind crew, one point behind Barrow. We have two games in hand on both of those teams, one game in hand on Mansfield and Stockport. We're going to be fine. Uh, we've played the fewest amount of games of anybody in the top 11. So we've got two games in hand on most on some and one game in hand on, on others. So we're going to be just fine. Uh, there's, I know I keep saying that, but it's true. Like you don't have to change your tune just because I have to keep saying that over and over again. Um, we are going to be fine. We have enough talent in the squad to, to, bounce back to not let this turn into a complete season long downward spiral. Um, yeah, we're going to be just fine. Sutton United. And I like that. We have a short week we have a short week. It's an away game at Sutton who is number 23 and bound to get relegated um, by the end of the season. It's not a guaranteed win. <laughs> Obviously, nothing is guaranteed these days. Um, but they're not doing well. They're not doing well at all. We beat them in October 2-1 uh, at our place. And then the last time we played before that was, oh, in the National League. Uh, oh, that's right. They got promoted. Yeah. was in the National League. Oh, my gosh. They might go back down after, what, a, a year one, two seasons in the, in league two, they might go back down. Yeesh, that would suck for them. Um, so yeah, we've got setting up on Tuesday. Um, I love a, love a short week. Um, love to, I'd love to wash that, wash that bad taste out of my mouth and, and get a victory on Tuesday. Um, what's annoying about Tuesday games is generally they're during my work time. And so I have to, uh, I actually have a photo shoot during that, during the game. Um, but she won't mind if I have the game on, on my phone. So I'm, I'm okay with that. <laughs> uh, my prediction for the Sutton game. I've been going crazy with my predictions. The last two, I think I've predicted a total of eight goals from us and we've scored nothing. So, uh, one nil. One nothing. We beat Sutton away. Um, Elliot Lee gets the goal. That's my prediction. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, y'all. Uh, it's hard to get super excited when we've lost four games, but I think it's super important to stay positive and remember that we're doing just fine. This is not the end of the world. Um, one more thing to talk about today, y'all. Just one more. Today is the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Um, starts at 6.30, which is in six hours from now. Today is the Super Bowl Chiefs versus 49ers. And I would urge everyone out there to root for the 49ers because the Chiefs are stupid. They're just a stupid team, stupid players, and a stupid pop star on their side. <laughs> So everybody needs to go for the 49ers. 
highly recommend. There is one drinking game that I propose. Um, every time Taylor Swift is shown on camera, you take a drink. Um, you're all going to be hammered if you play this game. So um, if you're a big drinker, it's, a, it's the game for you. Highly encourage it. <laughs> um, that's it for today, y'all. Uh, go follow me, Instagram, Twitter, WXM Texan. Um, I'm much more active on Instagram, although I do tweet every now and then. And uh, I definitely put out reels on both. So you'll be able to get clips of this show throughout the week. Uh, yeah, just maintain the faith. Just stop spitting hate at some of our players. Stop abusing some of our players. It's idiotic to do that. It makes no sense. Um, they're our players. Why would you hurt your own people? So, um, yeah, stay positive and uh, up the town. We'll see you next week. You're gonna see it And if you knock my soul Or with all your strength You're gonna find it You're gonna find it